Welcome, welcome to The Grove. My name is Eric Matoya, Pastor of The Grove, and we're thrilled you're here. Welcome all those listening online also, and welcome back. We just finished a series last month called At the, At the Movies, and we weren't able to uh, podcast them and put them on. Uh, welcome back if you're listening online to, to the church, and uh, glad glad to have you guys in. If you missed At the Movies, I mean, you missed a great series. We'll do it again next year for sure, because it was such a great response, and uh, we enjoyed that that time. Uh, but we're, we're thrilled. So, so this month, we're kicking off a new series. It's kind of a series, but it's not a series. We did it last year. We're renewed again. And really what it's called is Positive Influence, Add Influence. And what we're doing is we're, we invite guest speakers for the month of July to come and speak. And it's not just any guest speaker. These are, the, these are people who have influenced, uh, helped us start the Grove and have been an influence in, in, our, in our church. And I'll share about that in just a little while. Um, but we're going to be kicking that off. So today I'm going to kick off why influence is so important, why, why it's important for us to choose good influences in our life. I have this philosophy in life. I, I think I heard it as a kid in a martial art movie or something. Um, maybe, maybe you've heard this before. Um, I, I think I saw it when I was, I was young. And this is, this is what, it, this is what the, the philosophy says. It says, when the student is ready, the master will appear. Anybody heard that saying before? You saw the same movie I saw. All right. I, I just picked this up somewhere. You know, the idea is, that, is when, when, the, when the student is ready to go to the next level, the sensei, the, the, the master will appear. He'll show up and say, all right, now it's time to go to the next level. Like the Karate Kid. Maybe that's where it was. I don't remember what movie it was. But they show up. Well, in my whole life, it's always worked this way. Uh, at the right moment, at the right time, just the right time, there, there would be a resource or a person or some tool that, that I was able to get to help me go to that next level, to help me overcome something, to help me move on, move forward with my, with my life, with my journey. Um, and I believe when the student's ready, for example, books. I love reading. I, I love to, to ask people what they're reading, find different books, um, like business books, leadership books, uh, church, church stuff, all, all kinds of different kinds of books. So I'm always asking people, and they'll, they'll uh, refer different books to us, or to me. So I'll look, you know, different for sales, and I'll purchase them. And, and I'll get that book, and I'll get home so excited to read it, and I'll start reading it. I'm like, man, this is a really boring book. How do they recommend this? And I don't like it, so I put it on the shelf. Um, and the next year, I'm kind of browsing my shelf, and I say, oh, that looks like an interesting book. Let's see. And I pick it up, and I start reading it, and I can't put it down. I'm like, why didn't I read this sooner? And this happens all the time. Like I'll, so the book doesn't capture me. I, I just I, I assume it's not for the season. I put it away. And then sometime later on, I pick that up. And it's, it's always at the right moment, just the right moment, I actually get the resource that I need. And so this has always played out for me. I guess you can say the principle in the Bible is this, at just the right time. Uh, at just the right time. Anybody ever experienced this? At just the right time, you had the coach show up. You had that word that was spoken to you uh, that, that just encouraged you, that helped you. You know, we hope on Sundays that it's like that. That you come and maybe you 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 pray, pray and ask God for help. We believe that when you come, there's going to be something that's that's going to happen in that service that's going to encourage you. You'll walk away and say, "Wow, that was that was exactly what I needed today." Like, and sometimes what's funny is people come tell me like, "What you said was awesome." They'll tell me what I said, and I'm like, "I never said that." And, and it, I, here's what I believe happens is God is speaking something that's not, it's beyond me. And God wants to do that. He does that sometimes in our lives. He's helping us to see something that we need, a resource, a word, a tool to move on. Maybe, maybe experience this. It could be a phone call. It could be a podcast. It could be a, it could be a message at church. Um, and here's, here's what I believe. If you will seek, if you'll stay open, if you'll keep your eyes open, your ears open, your heart open, I promise at just the right time, you'll, you'll find what you're looking for. So today, really, what I'm trying to speak to is those are maybe they're struggling with something. You know, it could be a relationship that you're struggling with. It could be finances. It could be work. Whatever it is, maybe there's an issue that you're you're dealing with it that just takes a lot of your your, your headspace. Well, I promise if you stay open at just the right time, you'll find the answer. You'll find the resource, the tool to be able to help you figure that out if you stay open and you're looking for it. And here, here's why it's so important for us when it comes to influence. We, we all we're influenced by things all the time. In fact, if you show me who you're listening to, 
I can show you who you're becoming. Like if you, all you listen to is CNN, I can tell you what you'll become, how you're going to view the, the upcoming politics. If all you watch is Fox News, I can predict pretty good like what you're going to probably be believing when it comes to the election, when it comes to our future, because who you're listening to will determine who you'll become. So we have to be really aware of who we're allowing to influence our lives, who we're allowing to influence our lives. And here, here's why, because every, every news outlet, every media, uh, the, the media that we look at, there's always an agenda behind it. You know, they'll, they'll show for, for days or weeks at a time a certain, you know, tr- for example, the, the, the tragedy that happened in Orlando. That went on for a long time. Well, the news media didn't play that there was an attempted, another mass shooting at another club that, that was averted, um, and the person could only shoot at three people because somebody was carrying and, and stopped him, uh, which, is, which is really good. But we didn't see that because there's an agenda. Um, and even within those things, there's always agendas. So we have to be really careful who we're listening to because it will affect who we become. Um, it'll, it'll affect if we become bitter or angry or if we're, we're more easygoing and peaceful and have joy in our lives. Just, just pay attention to it. Here, here's what pro- the pro- Bible says about it. Proverbs 13:20 says, walk with the wise and become wise. So, so your behavior will be determined by, by what you're, who's influencing your life. You walk with the wise, you become wise. The flip side is true. Associate with fools and you get in trouble. Walk with the wise, and you become wise. If you show me your friends, I'll show you who you're becoming. Influence. And so this, this month, really what we wanted our church to be is, is we want to be able to have those people that have been influencing us and, and people that influence my life to be able to speak to us. Um, and last, last year, they did a great job. Uh, so here's the lineup so you know who's coming this month. Uh, next week, Kelly Fulfer, from, pastor from Portales, will be here to share. Last year, he shared about the table. You guys remember that? We talked about the different chairs and different seats. Did so good. It was great. Uh, and then Jason Dickinson will be the following week. He talked about saying yes. Remember that? Anybody with me? He's like, talk about yes. Mike Dickinson will, it will follow him up on the third week. Uh, he talked about generational blessings last year, which is really great. Just encouraged us to you know, keep uh, investing in people and, 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 and move forward. And then our fourth week, uh, Carl Bauman, he, um, he's one of our overseers. He just took a church in, in Hobbs, so he won't be able to come this summer. So maybe in the fall or, or later on in the year, we'll bring him to speak. So he had to pull out last minute because there was a change, and he's, he, he, t- he took a church out in Hobbs, and he couldn't get away. So we'll be announcing who the, that influencer in our lives uh, will be speaking on that Sunday. I, I know who it is. It's going to be good. You don't want to miss that week because it's going to be really good. Uh, so that's, that's July. And, and here's why. These, these, all these people have influence in our church, you, and we want you to meet them and know them. Uh, these are, our overseers are the ones that hold me accountable. They see our finances. They, they help process all of our steps as we move forward. Uh, they, 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 they're there to help us be a healthy church, to protect us, to cover us, and just to, to be a good counsel for us. And so we want you guys to meet them and hear. And here's what happened last year. Every, at the end of every service, multiple people will come up to me and say, that was so good. That was exactly what I needed to hear. Um, and that's the principle we're talking about. A lot of times when we're open, when we're, we come expecting looking for, for, for that next word, that, that next thing that, that's going to encourage us and help us, it happens. It shows up. Because uh, here's, here's why. Here's, here's the truth that I want you to take away today. All right? That our relationship, that we are, we're all one relationship away from changing the course of our destiny. You're only one relationship away from changing the course of your destiny. And this works in the positive, and it also works in the negative. Like if you have a negative influence in your life, you're one relationship away from changing your course in a negative direction. The good news is you're only one relationship away from changing your course and your destiny in a positive way by one relationship. All of us. Remember, when, when the student's ready, that, that mentor will appear. When, when you're ready to go to the next level, the answer will be there. It'll be there at the, just the right time because we're all one relationship away from changing the course of our destiny. 
I'll, I'll explain it like this. I heard a great story. It's a, it's a, it's, it, this is a true story, all right? And uh, I, 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 there's so many takeaways from this story. It's so good. But we're going to just kind of focus on one of the takeaways. Uh, there's this young girl. Her name's Alina. She, at nine years old, she started her fourth season of, of, of being on the swim team. All right, so fourth season, tracking me. She's got uh, so three previous years, and she's just starting her fourth season. She's nine years old. Her parents uh, they, they thought she'd be a great swimmer because uh, she was she was kind of tall and lean. Just they said she, you're kind of built like a swimmer. I think you'd be really good at swimming. So they signed her up and put her in the swim team, and uh, she began to to go to the swim uh, to, to do all the all the the meets and stuff. And she would come in dead last every single meet. And, and, and after three seasons, you think her parents would be like, man, she, you think she'd be really discouraged, like she's just not a good swimmer, or, you know, I don't know what's happening. But she loved it. She had so much joy in, in being part of the swim team, and she just kept going, and, and, and she enjoyed uh, just being a part of it. So the fourth season, her mom's writing on her arm all the events that are coming up and what she's doing. And uh, as, she, as she writes them on her, on her arm to, to remind her, she looks at her, her mom, Allison, looks at her and says, Alina, now this is what I want you to do, this next race. I want you to go out there, and I want you to win, win the race. And this is what she said. It's a race? I thought we were here to meet people. Because, you know, they're, they're called swim meets, not swim races, right? It's a race? And her mom, you can only imagine her mom, you know, we all have these moments like, I just failed my kid for the last four years. I've been dragging, this, dragging her to, to swim practice and swim meets, and she had no idea why she was even there. I thought we were here to meet people, and she loved it. But here, here's, the, here's the truth. Here's the takeaway. All it took was one conversation for her to understand what she was doing. All it took is one. All of a sudden, she, she got the right perspective of why she was there. And then all of a sudden, the lanes made sense. Oh, I get it. Now that I know why there's lanes. And then all of a sudden, the cheering crowd made a whole lot more sense because, you know, she's, she's thinking, like, we're here to meet people. It's pretty awesome, pretty, you know, social event. It's awesome. And then the ribbons and the medals made even more sense. She was always wondering, I bet, like, man, those people must be really friendly because they're getting awards for being so friendly, meeting people. You know, I don't know if that's what she was thinking. I can only imagine that's what she was thinking. It's a race. I thought we were here to meet people. But all it took was one conversation for her to wake up to what was going on. And here's what's really cool. She went out and won that race and won the next race and won the next race. And she's in the Olympics this summer. No, that'd be awesome, right? I don't think she's in the Olympics. But she was the only one in her pool to go to the next level. Um, and it's just so, so funny. But if you show me your friends, I'll show you. Because here, here's the thing. Her understanding of what she was doing affected her behavior. Um, what she, she all of a sudden understood what she was supposed to be doing. Sometimes we're like this in life. We're just going through the motions. We're going through things. And we don't always understand what we're supposed to be doing in that moment. And so we, we flounder. We don't have the, maybe the right behavior. Maybe we choose the wrong behavior because we're trying to uh, ease something or, or, or make self-medicate or whatever it is. But if we have an understanding of what we're doing, it will help us move forward. Uh, throughout throughout um, this journey of church planning for the Grove, uh, along the way, they told me all of these possibilities of what could happen when we start the church, and we're going to be celebrating two years in September. And it was so helpful to have people way ahead of me saying, hey, if this happens, don't freak out. It happens to a lot of people, um, which is really good because the things that do happen can make you feel like a loser and like you're horrible. But if you knew that that happens to a lot of people that start churches, you're okay. You can push through it because you have an understanding. It affects your behavior. It affects your outlook. So we're always looking at the movies, the series we just did. We look at other churches and we, we, we learn from them. Uh, church of the Highlands is one of the churches that helped train us, and we learn a lot from them. Uh, great, great leaders. Because we're always looking. 
In fact, there's um, one of the, the one of the um, the most famous pastors of the 18th century. His name is Charles Spurgeon. He has this great quote. I'm going to read for you. It says this. He says, "Give yourself unto reading." He's talking about influences, right? People that things are influencing your life. The man who never reads will never be read. He who never quotes will never be quoted. And I love this part. He who will not use the thoughts of other men's brains proves that he has no brains of his own. Can I tell you, I use the thoughts of a lot of people's brains, right? Because we understand we're, we're better together. We're better when we have other people in our lives, especially those who are doing it. You know, um, when I'm looking for, for people to be mentors and influence, I want to know people who are ahead of me that are doing it well and they're accomplishing. They have, they, they have a healthy marriage. They have healthy families. Um, the pastors I, I like to look at and study are the pastors who have their kids working with them because they did something right along the way. And I said, I want to be that kind of person where my kids want to be with me when they're grown adults. So I learned from those uh, because they've obviously done something right in their course of ministry. So we're learning from people. You need to read, he says. And, and, and in the context, what he's talking about, he's challenging people to learn. Like he says, if you're going to spend time, man, spend time praying, spend time learning, reading. In the 18th century, you know, books, that was probably one of the main influences to be able to learn and grow. I bet if he was alive today, he would say, man, find a good podcast. Find, man, you know, uh, get, get a good message. You know, you can go re-listen to some of our messages and go look at a title and think, that title looks really good. I think it might help me today. And, and just be looking and saying, God, would you help me find the resource and the tools? And our church is committed to help you find those resources and tools to help you in whatever area of influence. Because here's what I tell people. I don't know everything, but I'm pretty sure I know somebody who knows what you need. Um, either, either it's a, a, a resource, a person that can help us on the journey. So whatever you're going through, marriage, uh, business, family, like we, we, there's resources out there that can help you work through your thing. Um, and he, here's, the, here's the other truth. Whatever you're going through, there's somebody in this room that has gone through that. And in some cases, they've gone through even worse, and they can help you through that if you'll look for that relationship, because we're all just one relationship away. In fact, when, when, when Spurgeon's talking about this, he actually quotes Paul, because Paul's writing to the church. He says, he says uh, to, to, the, to the guys that are coming to visit him, he says, bring the books. Like, it's important. I need to keep learning. I need to keep growing. I need to keep learning. Bring them. And so Charles Spurgeon is saying, hey, use, use others. Help others to allow others to help you on this journey. In fact, we look for conferences as a, as a team, as a church, to, to take our team to. Uh, we have a lot of people that are serving right now throughout, throughout the theater, uh, taking care of the, the, the kids and Sprouts and uh, G-Kids. Oh, last week, our G-Kids, here's this. It's pretty awesome. Um, last week, we had the highest attendance of kids we've ever had as a church. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. We can celebrate that. Tons of kids. I love that. I, I think we should be about the next generation, and we should, we should celebrate that, and we should strive to reach even more because when we can affect kids and help them get on the right path, we can affect our community and our future in a, in a, in a huge way. So we want to pour into the next generation. But we're always looking. In fact, our team, um, we, we try to tr- you know, encourage them, those that are serving, give them resource tools. Uh, we took some of our team to a conference uh, that took place in May uh, to learn, to grow, because we need to always be looking for th- those, those resources to help us on this journey. And one of the ladies, she's the CEO of all these companies. Her name's Kat Cole. She, she was sharing, and uh, she was really challenging us to, to uh, the leaders to continue to make these improvements, take these next steps when it comes to what you're doing in leadership and in business and all that stuff. Um, and she gave this principle. I read it in other books, but she just summarized it in a great way that just kind of stuck in my mind. She called it the hot shot principle. And this is what she said. She said, if a hot shot took over, like in, it took over what you're doing, like, you know, maybe, maybe a hotshot was now the husband of your wife, right, or, or um, the, the, who owned your business, whatever, whatever situation it was in, if somebody took over a hotshot in whatever area of your life, took over, what is the one thing they would look at and change? 
And then she says, well, then go on and change it. You don't have to wait for somebody else to do it. Why don't you do it? Because there's always one thing. And sometimes we even know what that thing is. We just keep pushing it off, keep putting it off. And she was challenging, saying, if, if you pay attention, you look around, if somebody was to replace you, what are the things they would do differently to improve whatever you're in? Your marriage, in your, your family, in your business, in your school. What would the hotshot do? And then become the hotshot. Don't wait for it. And what was great is she was just challenging people to take that one step. She went on to say, said this. She said, just because something could be worse doesn't mean that you shouldn't make it better. You know, a lot of times we think, well, it could be worse. Well, just because it could be worse doesn't mean you shouldn't make it better. And she was saying, what's the next step? What's the next thing you need to change? And in our church, as we try to influence people in our community, as, as we come each week, really what we're trying to take, have people do every week is just take one step. Now, we're not expecting you to read the whole Bible this week. Just take one step. Maybe read a passage. Take one step. Whatever it is God is asking you each week, what is that one step? What's your next step? And if you live with the philosophy is, all right, when it's time, I'll find the resource. I'll find the thing. Maybe today this message could be the message that helps inspire you to take that next step. Today could be the, the word, just the right time it comes to help you on, on, on your journey. Because the truth is we're all just one relationship away from changing the course of our destiny. You are only one relationship away from changing the course of your destiny. Be, be aware. Be looking. Be looking. In, in the Bible, there's all kinds of people that God would use, um, different backgrounds, different kind of people. Um, and, and when they would have an encounter with God, there was things that would change. In fact, a lot of times he would even change their names. Uh, you know, one name spoke of their, their past or something they were stuck in, and he'd give them a new name that says, all right, that's what you used to be, but now this is what, who, I'm, who I believe you are. Uh, like Abram. God changed his name to Abraham, which is father of many, many. And, and he's saying, I'm going to change your identity from, from, uh, into what I, what I see that is going to happen in the future. Um, we see Jacob. He wrestled with God. God changed his name to Israel. One of the, one of the people in the Bible, we see Peter. All right, so Simon. It's kind of like a, 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 a reed that's kind of swayed by everything. He says, no, I'm going to change your name. It's now Peter, which is rock. It's like, I'm going to, I'm going to put something solid. You're something solid now. You're no longer going to be swayed. It spoke of something God had for him because they had this encounter. Uh, Saul, he encounters God on the road to Damascus. God changed his name to Paul. And, and then Paul has these encounters. At just the right time, he meets this, this other believer who, who prays for him. And then when people didn't want to trust Paul, uh, he, he, another believer he meets and, and he speaks up for him and is an influence in his life. And throughout Scripture, we see this over and over. There's a story of these two prophets, Elijah and Elisha, where God uses Elijah to train Elisha and prepare him. And Elisha does twice as many, uh, twice as many miracles, twice as many miracles. Uh, um, Things as Elijah, because he was trained, he had an influencer in his life to help him take that next step. At just the right time. Over and over and over without scripture, it's God just shows up. You know, and, and maybe you're new to church, maybe you haven't been here, maybe you've never been to church at ever, and you're just kind of here. Well, this principle applies even if you don't maybe buy everything and believe everything we believe, it's still gonna apply to your life. Look for those that are gonna help you on this journey, because we want you to improve, we want you to succeed. But here's what some scriptures say when it comes to this principle. I thought this was very appropriate for July 4th as we celebrate our freedom, our independence. Uh, this is what it says, Second Timothy 2.6. It says that he gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. Paul's talking to Timothy. His, men, he, his protege, he's training him. He's saying, hey, God, he gave, he gave his life to, to purchase freedom for everyone. That's why he came. He says this, this is the message God gave to the world at just the right time. It was like just when we needed it, God showed up. That moment that we needed him the most, God showed up. Romans 5, 6 says this, 
when we were utterly helpless or when we were powerless, when we couldn't do a thing, Christ came at just the right time and he died for us sinners. Like God, he shows up when we need it. It's not just people he sends. A lot of times it's God who wants to show up in our lives and help us on this journey. Because at just the right time, he died for us, for all of us. That's why Jesus came to this earth, to be an influence, to die for us, to give his life, to take our punishment, to take our payment. Because we're all just one relationship away from changing the course of our destiny. You're just one relationship away from whatever God has for you next. One resource, one tool, one word. Be open. Be looking. Um, so, so this this month, as as we as we walk through uh, this journey of, of 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 other people, maybe influence our lives, and and um, as a church helping them, helping helping asking people to help us on this journey, um, I want you to be open. Saying, God, what do you have for me this month? What are the tools? What are the resources that you have for me? And, and this is our challenge for today. All right. So, when it comes to influence, we want we want you to find people who are going to add to your life. Find people that are positive. You know, if, if people are negative, and I would start cutting them out. Be very careful. Um, maybe you need to be the positive influence in their life, but be very careful. So the challenge is this. Choose wisely who you will walk with. Remember, when you walk with the wise, you become wise. But if you walk with the foolish, you will get in trouble. That's what the, the Proverbs tells us. Wisdom. Walk. Choose who you're walking with. Choose who's influencing you. Who are those that are speaking in your life? Who have you given permission to share in your life? Is it just the TV media? Because if that's all that's influencing you, you're going to be very angry. And you're going to find everything wrong that we can find wrong in this world. And you'll very, be very upset all the time if that's all you're listening to. But if you get people in your life, other resources, other people to be able to influence you, it'll make a difference. So choose wisely who you walk with. And the second part of this is begin to add value to others. We have so many negative voices in our world. We don't need more negative. We don't need more negativity. We need people to look for positive. We need people to look for, for something in somebody else that says, hey, I believe something different about you. Because at just the right time, you might be that person that God wants to use in somebody's life that can help alter them, alter their path and change their destiny and help them get on track where they're supposed to be. You know, we showed these baptisms that we celebrated. It's pretty cool to hear the stories of how at just the right time, God showed up and rescued them from whatever it is that they were going through. One of the guys said, ripped from darkness. Like he knew he was in a dark place and God saved him and rescued him. That's awesome. It's so good. It's just the right time. We celebrate these, especially young people that get baptized because they're making the decision to say, I'm going to be on, on, on the right track. I'm going to follow God's ways. He's going to help them with a lot of, a lot of um, avoid a lot of issues and, and problems and challenges. And as we, as we talk through a different influence in our life, maybe you're new, new to church. Maybe you're, you're, you're here and you don't believe. You're not, maybe not a Christian. And you're, you're maybe wrestling or struggling, maybe skeptical. That's okay. Uh, we, we, we welcome you, we invite you, we hope you keep coming back because we believe we have some good things to say. But here's the main thing we want you, want you to hear today is that the, the best influence you can possibly have in your life is God himself because he knows, he knows what you need. Like if I asked you a question, I said, I know this person that knows everything that's coming down the track, everything that's, that's around the corner, would you want to meet him? Would you want to know what, what's coming? You'd probably say, yeah, I want to know this person. Well, that's God. God knows what's ahead of us. He knows what's, what, where we need to be, what, where, what path we need to be on. If we'll open ourselves to him and begin to invite and ask, he'll begin to help us and, and become an influence in our life to help guide us and direct us if we'll open ourselves up to him. In fact, this is what 2 Corinthians says to us. 2 Corinthians 6, 2. Paul, Paul is speaking to the church of Corinth. He says that he, he's quoting Isaiah, an, a, a prophet in the Old Testament. And, and he says, this is what God says. 
At just the right time, I heard you. On the day of salvation, I helped you. So God is speaking to the people of Israel, and he's saying, at just the right time, I heard you. So when you're in, when you're in that problem, you're, you're having uh, struggles and, and challenges, I heard you. I heard you cry out. And at just the right time, I heard you. I responded. On the day of salvation, I helped you. And then Paul, after he quotes Isaiah, he goes on and says, Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. And Paul challenges all of us. He says, today's the day. You don't have to wait for, another, for the future. You don't have to wait for another day. Why don't you make the choice today? Why don't you make that choice today to say yes to whatever God is asking you? you know, every single week, uh, we have people that come and they're searching, they're looking. It's not uncommon for us to hear people say, you know, I came and I was going to give God one more chance. And, and all of a sudden, I, I just I decided to trust, to open myself up, to believe. And then God comes in and he, he changes everything. You know, my family, the, the one relationship away, it's true. At the just the right time, God introduces people to us to help us on our journey. You know, my, my parents, they, um, they met a couple that God put in their path that helped them understand how good God is and how, how far God can bring us and change the course of my family's direction, the path, at just the right time. And this is what Paul is saying. At just the right time, God always shows up. When you need him the most, today is that day. He wants to show up in your life, whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing. He wants to be an influence for you at just the right time. You know, um, as, 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 we, as we do church, we, we have, we're very simple of how we approach church. Um, we, um, you know, we have influences in our, in, in our lives that are speaking and helping us to, to get better and to learn and grow. Uh, looking for, for help to know what's the next step to take. Um, and it, it's amazing just to see what God is doing, not just in our church, but all around the world, uh, showing up in, bi- in big ways, how he's moving in people's lives. Uh, there's, there's a story about, um, from a man, one of the pastors that we learned from, Chris Hodges in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, they started a church over there, and uh, within a few, a few uh, years, um, he was out in the lobby talking to people. And he's talking to people. There's this older lady that's waiting to talk to him. She has a scowl on her face. She's kind of just like, you know, um, doesn't look very happy. So he's kind of trying to avoid her, talk to everybody else before he talks to her. Finally gets to her, and, and he knows, you know, this is not going to be good. So as he walks to her, she says, you know what, Pastor, I finally found something I don't like about this church. And he's like, okay, well, I guess you're going to tell me, even though I don't want to hear it. And, and she says, I have to wait six days to come back. And then she smiles. And, and he's, she's like, I got you. And, uh, and he's like, oh, wow, that's, that's pretty good. That's good news. It wasn't bad. And she says, no, honestly, Pastor, this, this church is like a breath of fresh air to me. Um, she says, I, I've gone to church a lot of times, and, and, and this just is something, something here that, that, that really refreshes me. Uh, so a couple weeks ago, we finished at the movies. I'm standing in the lobby, and I'm talking to people waiting, and this gentleman waits and says, I had to wait to talk to you. I just want you to know I grew up in a very traditional church, and today uh, it was really helpful. It helped me a lot. He says, it was just like a breath of fresh air. Um, and it reminded me of why we do church, why we do church in the theater, why we do the way we do. Because there's people, and, I, and this is why I'm telling this story, because there's people in this room today that you're like this. You're, you're gasping for life. You're gasping for air. And you came at just the right time for God to say, I want to give you a breath of fresh air. I want to help you on this journey. And there's people all around us all the time who go through life. Like This is a, this is a normal place they find themselves in life of just feeling like they're out of breath, out of air, like they just don't know if they can go on any longer. And at just the right time, God shows up. 
That's what Paul is saying. When we were helpless, God showed up. He sent his son Jesus to die on that cross for us. When we needed him most, he showed up. And this is the cool thing about God. He always does that at just the right time. If you'll Google that at a Bible, like a Bible gateway or on your YouVersion app, at just the right time, you'll begin to see scripture after scripture after scripture. Where, where Throughout the Bible, it's saying at just the right time, God showed up. One of them says at just the right time, God is going to show up. Like he's coming back. Like he has something good in store if you'll pay attention, if you'll wait and watch. So here's why I say all this. Today, uh, you might have come here, and, and you're going through something very heavy. Remember the struggles I talked about? You're, 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 you, you're looking for answers. You're looking for something, and God wants to respond. He wants to help you. Now, he wants to help your situation, but the most important thing he wants to help you with is your eternity and your salvation of, of where you're going to spend eternity. And we believe as a church, if, you will, if you'll make that relationship with God your priority and put him first, he'll be going to take care of all this other stuff. It won't always work out the way we think it'll work out, but he always works it out for our good all the time if we'll put him first. And today, a lot of you have put a lot of other things first. You've put a lot of things in your life. You've tried a lot of things. Well, today, can I encourage you, would you try God first? This week, would you say, God, I want, I want to put you first. I want to put you first. If you're here today and you're struggling, I want to be able to lead you in a prayer. Um, I'm not going to have you come to the front. I'm just going to have you ri- just lift your hand in a second. I won't bring you up. I won't make you, you know, stand up. Just I'll lead you in your seat where you're at. But it's, I want to invite you to take that step. Saying, God, would you be an influence in my life? I need your help. God, I acknowledge that I, man, I can't do this on my own. Would you give me a favor? Would you close your eyes and bow your head today as we close service? You're just one relationship away from changing the course of your destiny. And I believe it starts, the best relationship it can start with is with God. And if you're here today and you haven't put God first, you know you're separated from him. You feel it. You might be like that person I'm talking about that's just gasping for air. You need something in your lungs. You need something in your soul that's going to just give you rest and give you a peace. If that's here, you, you today, would you lift your hand and say, I need to pray. I need to invite God in my life. Awesome. Awesome. I see your hands. You can try all kinds of stuff, and I promise you, you'll never fulfill. It'll always leave you like you're gasping for air, searching for the next thing, searching for more. Anybody else? I need God in my life. Awesome. If I raise your hand, I'm going to lead you in a prayer. Just a simple prayer, invitation to God to say, I want relationship with you. I want a right relationship with you. Help me on this journey. The Bible says if we confess our sins, if we, if we believe in our heart that Jesus raised from the dead, that we will be saved. And that's what we're doing today. We're just confessing, say, God, I need, I need your help. I need, your, I need a relationship with you. So if you raise your hand, pray this with me. If you're a believer, would you join us? Then nobody prays alone. Say, Father God. Today, I need your help. Forgive me for trying it on my own. Forgive me of my sin, my mistakes. I believe you died on that cross for me, to help me. When I was powerless and I was hopeless, you showed up. 
I believe you're alive today. I invite you to lead me. Lead my life. Help me to know you. Come and influence me. In Jesus' name I pray.